Welcome to Truman's Matrix. A podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world. A production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia. Where you don't know who's watching who, or who's controlling you. Truman's Matrix. What's Truman's Matrix? Well, the Truman Show, if anybody saw that. The 90s or the 2000s? I mean, it was a long time ago that the Truman Show came out. And then, of course, The Matrix. And that's been remade, I believe. So we have two really strange, uh, you might say, movies there. And so we put the two together. It's the strangest headlines around this inverted globe. And you never know who's watching who or who's controlling you. And I'll tell you what, we don't even know. However, we do know one thing. We do know where our salvation lies. And we do know that this life on earth, as crazy as it is, mm-hmm. is still just a temporary assignment. So we're going to go with that one and make sure that we keep our perspective. But in the meantime, we've got this crazy bleep stuff going on around the world and we came up with some crazy headlines. And, you know, there are a lot of different crazy headlines that a person could talk about. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I don't know, you know, how you decide what's crazier than another. We do go through a lot of different resources. Yes. To try to get some of these things rounded up. This week, we're going to nickname this broadcast the World Health Police. Truman's Matrix, mm-hmm. World Health Police. So we're going to talk a little bit about what Andrea found here. And while she tells you what she found, I'll get it pulled up on the screen here. World Health Police, another way of saying WHO. Most of us know WHO as the World Health Organization, which is the global governance of health. Well, there's been a whole lot of to-do going on about Biden turning in amendments. Hmm. And this is going to affect not just the U.S., okay? These amendments are going to affect every country in the world. That's what this is about. The global health under control of the WHO. Global health. So are you, what do you mean, like, they get to be the main doctors or what do you mean the health of it explain a little deeper there the um, global health meaning they're going to be the arbiters of whether countries can be free or whether there's going to be lockdowns or whether there's going to be mask mandates or whether whatever if there is a possibility of another pandemic there are no restrictions on this like i said earlier it's police they're policing yes so they would have actual authority to uphold any mask mandates? You're gonna get into that? Yes, Dr. Peter Bregan actually tells us exactly what he breaks down all the amendments for us on War Room. On January 18th, the United States uh, Health and Human Services sent a series of amendments to the governing health regulations of the World Health Organization, removing all restraints from the director general, in this case, uh, a Marxist thug, essentially, uh, Tedros, uh, who has been put into power 
for the second five-year term with no opposition and put in by the Chinese Communist Party, along with Bill Gates, who was a huge, huge contributor to WHO. So we've got the, the Gates and the Fauci and and the, you know, the Great Reset on the one side, and you've got the CCP and the sort of vying for governance of the world. The amendments uh, put a line through the restraint on when um, the World Health Organization can call for a um, disaster, an emergency, a health disaster or emergency in a country. It can now do so without any cooperation or agreement or even resistance from the country. And it can draw this conclusion based on the consideration, not proof or evidence, the consideration of Tedros. It doesn't have to be actual. It can be a potential threat, public health threat, coming, uh, public health emergency coming out of the nation. <clears throat> it uh, doesn't have anything to do with evidence. Um, there are no criteria for what is a uh, public health emergency other than the director general can set his priority and move them as he wishes, all that's stated. So he now has a carte blanche to go ahead and decide that the United States, who is their ultimate target, it's the whole sovereignty issue, Steve, you've been talking about with the border. The destruction of the border is destruction of sovereignty. And um, that, that is ultimately going to be the goal. Now, if the nation doesn't respond within uh, 24 hours, it, it's a total go-ahead on uh, researching it and uh, giving out the information. And if it doesn't respond in 48 hours, and even if it responds, you can't do it, the World Health Organization is empowered to bring all the organizations in the UN, of which it's a member, 193 nations, to bear. So uh, the nation that has this emergency can be facing sanctions or controls, manipulations or ostracism from anything from the World Bank and the IMF, which are related to the UN, to the UN uh, Aviation Group, the UN um, Shipping Group, the UN Agricultural Group, uh, to any any of the facilities. And furthermore, he is empowered to reach out beyond the UN to gather forces to contend with this nation. In other words, we no longer have sovereignty over the issue of do we have a health emergency that requires the intervention of the World Health Organization. And this is done by us. This is the regime that is opening the border, it's the same democratic regime. Now, uh, a week later, on January 24th, Tedros announced at a meeting of his committee what his ultimate intentions were. And this I will quote, quote, his ultimate aim is, quote, to strengthen who as the leading and directing authority on global health the leading and directing authority on global health at the center of the global health architecture. In other words, we've been worried about socialized medicine. This is socialized global health. This has nothing to do with pandemics. It is not a mere pandemic uh, treaty or anything like that. It's about the whole global health system. Two days later, in support of him and his, his goals, on January 26th, the U.S. then sent a supporting letter to its outrageous giving up of all sovereignty, 
stating that it now had 46 countries on its side. 20 countries they named included Great Britain, Japan, South Korea, India, many uh, South American countries, and the EU, which is 27 more countries like Italy and Germany. So all this tremendous support. Dr. Bregan, just hang on for one second. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to return with Dr. Peter Bregan about turning over our sovereignty to the World Health Organization and the folks in Geneva, controlled by the CCP. What's the time, the urgency of this? Well, they only released the data on April 12th. We finally got to see what they were talking about, and it's a disaster. It's up on our website under the uh, urgent notice at the top of the page. And now it's going to be a vote. They're going to vote in Geneva on May 22nd through 28th. The uh, 193 members who will probably show up, The U- every UN member is a member of WHO. So uh, May 22nd through 28th. So it's quite urgent. There is a five-month grace period or six-month grace period in which they could then withdraw. Each nation could say, no, we made a mistake. But we've got to really shame these people and get them to stop this. Uh, Because after it then, once they've succeeded with this, their next step are the treaties. And the treaties that they want to make with the world are making the global health control totally by Tedros. And that's the quote I read you earlier, uh, making who the leading and directing authority on global health, the center of global architecture. That's the essence of the treaties that will then follow what they're doing right now. We're facing a disaster for uh, the country. And the only thing that can stop it is election right now. I mean, we've got to recapture the nation. We have got to regain the nation for conservative uh, freedom-loving, patriotic, God-fearing people to stand up and say uh, America is the shining light of liberty and yes, we are the enemy of globalism because we are the only major force now in the way of globalism. They want to take out our sovereignty and that's a part of what Joe Biden is doing with almost every one of his actions that make no sense. Just ask, is it weakening America? There is a deep-seated collectivism that has been going on since Wilson tried to get the League of Nations through and then the UN got through. And the collectivism is fed from two very different sources. The CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, is the ultimate source of the collectivist impulse and Marxism throughout the world, which is it. And they have done an an amazing job of infiltrating American universities, giving lots of money to American universities, getting money from American universities. There are universities that are even even under government investigation from their ties directly to the Chinese Communist Party. It cannot be exaggerated. You've probably had Chang on. I would imagine you've had him on talking about um, how much uh, the country has been infiltrated and the world and the World Health Organization is under the control of the Chinese. But there's been another simultaneous collectivism going on, which is this odd combination of progressivism and capitalism, uh, which is neither progressive nor capitalistic, but it's just predatory. That's what we're talking about in the book, COVID-19 and the global predators. We are the prey there. Bill Gates is not a capitalist. He's a predator. Uh, He works, uh, he's in business, 
with, uh, you know, one of the most dangerous men in the world today, Soros, who uh, uh, and, and they have a business together. And Soros is an outright collectivist. Um, Bill Gates has uh, got the U.N. in 2012 to support um, his 2010 um, decade of the um, vaccine, which was nothing more than the announcement of his next big business and control venture. All of these people share a desire for more power. They all share a desire for greater wealth, but I think more power more than anything. And they all have huge, enormous egos that they want to feed by getting the wealth and the power. It's a long-term process. We track the development of the COVID-9 policies to the 2010 announcement. We do this in the book by Bill Gates, at which point he puts Fauci in 2010, folks. They're old buddies. 2010, he puts Fauci onto his vaccine committee. We're talking about a very, very long-standing collaboration on many levels. Quite a lot of information, but he basically is telling us exactly why this is something we need to be worried about and something we need to follow up with our senators and congressmen. Michelle Bachman also says the WHO threatens the U.S. sovereignty. In less than two weeks' time, a vote will take place in Geneva, Switzerland at the World Health Assembly. They're important because they're the governing body of the World Health Organization, WHO. This authority that they would be given would impact 99.4% of all the people in the world. There are 193 nations belonging to the UN. The Biden administration is bringing amendments that would propose that all nations of the earth cede their sovereignty over national health care decisions to the WHO, the World Health Organization. So what this would mean, Steve, is that the WHO would have decision-making authority to intervene into the United States government policy in any nation of the world without our permission. So for instance, the lockdowns where you see 26 million people today locked down in Shanghai, China, they can't leave their apartments or homes. The WHO would have the authority to be able to impose that here in the United States for whatever pretext they want. They don't have to show data, they could do this. What this does, Steve, bottom line, is it creates a platform for global governance, global governance through the WHO. This is what people need to know. It's time sensitive. No one knew about this. The Biden administration gave these proposed, proposed amendments to the World Health Organization on January 18th. No one in America knew this until April 12th, less than a month ago, they put, the Biden administration posted these amendments. But in less than two weeks in Geneva, Geneva Switzerland, the delegates will vote on this. They've all, the Biden administration has already released a list of countries, 40 of the most powerful countries in the world, including Canada, including the EU, including the UK, including Australia, these countries are going along with the Biden administration's insane push to give sovereignty over the untrustworthy WHO. Again, this creates a platform for global governance. So it's extremely important. The vote is going to take place in less than two weeks. 
And no one effectively knows about this happening, but people are starting to know. So it's important now that we get to Kevin McCarthy, the leader in the House, Mitch McConnell, the leader in the Senate, and demand that they drop everything and have a joint press conference and say nothing is going to happen in the United States government until Joe Biden drops these amendments and we and and agrees that we will not give a U.S. sovereignty away to the U.N. This is the biggest global power grab that we have ever seen in our lifetimes. And if this goes through, nothing else matters because the vote that takes place May 22nd through 28th in Geneva, Switzerland, goes into effect in November which means it won't matter which party wins the elections in November because global authority will have already transferred to the WHO. That's why this is so important, and it's why we have to get the U.S. Senate involved, the U.S. House involved, so they stop this dead in its tracks right now, or we lose authority here in the United States. They live in a bubble. The bubble is called money. It's the mother's milk of politics. And so what they're focused on is boosting the money that they're bringing in for their elections this fall. That's what it's all about. And so they have to forget about that and realize there's a country to save and we have very little time. This vote is in less than two weeks in Geneva, Switzerland. And so this is why, this is, this is the whole thing. If Kevin McCarthy is going to be leader this fall and if Mitch McConnell is going to be leader this fall, they've got to be leaders today. And the leadership that they have to exercise is make sure that all of the Republicans in the House, all of the Republicans in the Senate need to know about this global governance power grab. And they need to have a joint press conference and say, we're not going to pass a bill. We're not going to do anything. We're not going to vote for $33 billion for Ukraine. You're getting zero, zip, nada. In fact, we're not even going to give you a quorum. We're not going to show up until you make sure these amendments don't get offered at the World Health Assembly, May 22nd through 28th. It's that serious. This is real. This is real. This is the greatest attack we have ever had on United States sovereignty. And the vote is scheduled to go down May 28th, 22nd through 28th. And I, I believe they already have the votes. So we're the clock is striking 1159. And we've got to get the Republican leadership involved to stop this. The Democrat leadership won't. The Republican leadership has to get involved, sound the alarm, and they got to stop this thing. As a matter of fact, because of the appearance I had with you last week on War Room, Steve, I had constituents with Senator Pete, with Representative Pete Sessions, who represents Waco, Texas. He called me Saturday in the middle of the day because his room was filled with constituents. They wanted him to get involved and stop this. He had no idea what was going on. So he and I talked about it on the phone. I sent him a column that explained what was going on. I, I told him, you've got to go to Kevin McCarthy. You've got to let Kevin McCarthy know. They don't know. They're clueless because they're all busy focusing on the here and now, which is raising money so that they can win re-election this fall. But this is the here and now. We cannot allow Joe Biden to give away American sovereignty and really all 193 nations of the world sovereignty to the hapless World Health Organization, which is essentially a subsidiary of the Communist Chinese Party government. And they will then have authority over the United States, over us, 
and we will effectively be vulnerable to losing our freedom to the WHO. People can contact me, M. Bachman, B-A-C-H-M-A-N-N, at regent, R-E-G-E-N-T, dot E-D-U, or on any social media, at Michelle Bachman. One L in Michelle, two N's in Bachman. Okay, so he did it in January, but didn't even release it until March, right before this, this silly vote. So that's why people are freaking out. So mm. how can we take a stand? How can we help? There is this link right here. Send an email to your congressmen and representatives. This is a form letter that you can email and notify them. They need to get on this and they need to get on this now. And then use the hashtag Stop the Who to spread awareness. Sounds like a Dr. Seuss thing. <laughs> stop the Who? Yeah, stop the Who. It's not the Whovilles. Okay. Stop Although the I would say the Who organization probably is Whoville. Yeah. But, you know. World Homicide Organization? Yeah. <laughs> World Hack Organization? World Hack. You called it? <laughs> U.S. Coordination of Biological Laboratories and Research Institutes in Ukraine. Well, guess what? You unveiled something I was saying a couple of weeks ago that Putin is probably going to get pretty pissed pretty soon. Right. And start putting out his own news and say, look, this is what's really going on. And James just shared this right before... James O'Keefe? No, James. Um, oh, James. Hey. Our James. Yes. James. All right. Yeah. James Palmer from Palmer, California. Yes. He shared this right before it was time to go on. And I'm like, I cannot not include this. Right. Oh, James. Thank you, man. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. All right. So one of our fans out there in California sent this news in and we've got to cover it. Russian military recently dropped a new finalized, finalized report on the entire U.S. biological weapons scheme. They claim that the four masterminds atop the biological weapons network are, you ready? <laughs> Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, and George Soros, as well as 12 other NATO countries knew of and assisted the U.S. in this operation to develop biological weapons. They also include the U.S. pharmaceutical companies Pfizer, Moderna, and others. So there's their little flow chart right there. So you can see all of the um, government organizations here and the four people that you just mentioned. The chiefs. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, that's a beautiful graph. That's a beautiful yes. chart there. So you guys need to go and, and check it out. It's difficult to find legitimate Western sources to share this information as none of them are addressing this at all. Complete radio silence on Russia, accusing the sitting president and past three Democratic president families of being responsible for C-19 and the U.S. Biological Weapons Network in Ukraine. And the Chinese military are in agreement with Russia and their findings. Hmm. Complete blackout on Western media. Yeah, so I'm sure we'll have more on this next week because mm. he's sharing a whole bunch about this. Yes. And I just didn't have time to plug it all in there, but this is just a little teaser great job great dig that's what we love about our fans out there this is a global podcast and we love it because we you know i was looking at the statistics and mm -hmm. this podcast has had at least 50 listeners in over 25 countries yeah countries what yes that's it's, awesome yes and this is a company for some reason i went to bed last night and i was thinking of uh before I went to sleep, I was thinking of large lawsuits, the 
large uh, lawsuits where everybody gets together. What are those things called? Class action? Yeah, those class action lawsuits. Thank right. You. And I knew that there was something about a PAX something. And, you know, PAX Levid, we did a report on PAX mm -hmm. Levid. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's what it was. You know, and I wanted to look up, see if Pax Levid was actually on the list of the things that some other company got sued for before, but it was Paxel, mm. not Pax Levid, but that's okay. So, in the meantime, I'm looking to see who the other ones are that got sued, and I saw this name, Abbott, Abbott Laboratories, and it was for something, misrepresentation, and they actually had to pay civil and criminal penalties for something that had to do with deceptive practices with children or something, or in their medication. So... I went to bed thinking that last night and had no idea. You wrote this report today, mm -hmm. and you pulled this up, and it talks about the baby formula the shortage. Right. And go ahead and tell us about this. So Abbott warns that it's going to take 10 weeks to get baby formula products on the shelves, and we all know that um, we've all seen those posts with the baby formula is really short right now, and um, men, uh, mm -hmm. the stores are saying you can only buy two or three bottles at a time mm -hmm. and you know they're limiting it right mm -hmm. the plant closed in mid-february amid reports of infant illness and death but there was a thorough review of all available data and abbott said there's no evidence to link our formulas to these infant illnesses mm -hmm. so um after the review they were supposed to have been able to you know just start again Congress still has to hold a meeting in two weeks to address the formula shortage. More than half of U.S. states are seeking out-of-stock rates between 40 and, or seeing out-of-stock rates between 40 and 50 percent, according to the firm, which collects data from 11,000 locations. Retailers like Target, CVS, and Walgreens have started limiting formula purchase, purchases. So moms are freaking out because they can't get their they can't get their formula these are the worst hit states right here north dakota south dakota iowa missouri tennessee and texas and i know we've seen the shelves empty ourselves they have out of stock rates of about 50 percent once given fda approval abbott's michigan plant can reopen in two weeks but it's mm. still going to take six to eight weeks after they reopen to replenish the supply so it's going to be a while but did you see this baby formula shortages are connected to who <laughs> yes, i mean who? again another who <laughs> how about gates yes. patrick howley investigates the causes of baby formula shortages in america oversight overseen by sleepy joe biden's food and drug administration meanwhile bill gates and a cabal of billionaires are trying to get artificial breast milk onto the market to compete with baby formula. Does this sound like the original infamil or the original scandal? I read about this original scandal and first of all, that was Abbott, by the uh -huh. way, that had the baby formula scandal. But that was in recent years. To 14, I think yeah. you said. Yeah. yeah, but we also know that way back, when was it? 40s, 50s, 60s? When was the big push? The government said that baby formula is bad. Or I mean, excuse me. The breast government said breast, breastfeeding is this bad. This is better for you. And this is going to be better. And that was, was that Johnson & Johnson? That did it was, that? well, it was, I don't remember what company it was, but it was the push to get women to work. I think it was Johnson That's Johnson. what it was. Mm. Yeah. All, all kinds of corruption in the baby formula market. I can't believe it. These people are ruthless. Yes.
Like many of these supply chain shortages, this one is also manipulated. It's the Joe Biden FDA that is preventing this uh, Abbott Laboratories plant in Sturgis, Michigan from reopening. It's a massive plant that makes a lot of baby formula. It shut down approximately three months ago. There was a bacterial infection. Abbott denies responsibility. Um, and so there's a lot of people who want this plant to reopen. So it's the FDA regulatory action that's keeping this plant closed. Now, Bill Gates, um, his fund Breakthrough Energy Ventures and Jeff Bezos is on the board. Mark Zuckerberg is on the board. Richard Branson is on the board. They've put $3.5 million into a company called Biomilk with a Q at the end in North Carolina to make artificial breast milk. So a technocratic, um, non-human, uh, perhaps cursed, demonic kind of milk that they hope to have on the market within the next couple of years. So in addition to Bill Gates's, you know, mosquito army and his attempt to block the sun, basically he's just like the peanut allergy table in the high school cafeteria as a worldwide supervillain now. And he has the cure for the peanut allergy. Isn't that weird? Uh, isn't it ironic that this guy is the man that was behind the panic, uh, you know, escalating COVID-19, this man-made virus that kills virtually nobody, but then all of a sudden invested heavily into a vaccine that was going to kill this virus and everybody was going to be perfectly healthy. Well, you have to look at China, too, um, when, when you talk about the supply chain disruption, not only on the on, on this issue, because baby formula is, um, you know, you're not supposed to get it from China, even though there is black market Chinese baby formula. You have to look at Maersk. Uh, they're the biggest uh, company, uh, port terminal operator at the Port of Los Angeles. The union at the Port of Los Angeles said that the reason that the workers aren't able to go and work 24 hour shifts, getting all the supplies off of it is because Maersk is not calling them to do the work. And Maersk has literally offices in Beijing and all over China, massive deals in communist China. So China's going to use their economic leverage to start starving us because America doesn't have any clout anymore because Sleepy Joe, that incoherent moron who just rambles, that's the representative of America now, and they've got all kinds of blackmail on him from the Hunter Biden dealings. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's it's funny, but it's not funny. But we are in Truman's Matrix, right? Right, right. We're, you know, where this is an upside-down world where we can laugh about disasters, you know, and, and cry, I guess, about the funny stuff? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Let's keep going. Okay, so um, underneath that video, there's just uh, several formula shortage resources here. Um, alternatives to purchasing... Get asking for donor milk. Oh, I like that. Figuring out how to relactate uh -huh. and uh, homemade formula, um, the must do's. Um, they say that using raw A2 or goat milk is the best. And then there's some other links. If you know of any moms who are totally, you know, beside themselves because they don't have any formula, there's a resource. Great. Those are good resources. And you know what? That's going to do it for this edition of Truman's Matrix a podcast built around the craziest headlines around the world, a production of Digging Deeper Media, owned by Hale Multimedia. You can find Digging Deeper with Brian Hale on your favorite podcast network, or visit all of our podcasts under one roof at diggingdeeper.us. And one more thing. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.